So at the beginning of this year, January 2020, or probably a little bit before the year began, um, Pastor David had all of us write down three goals that we wanted to uh, work on this year. And he had us at the altar pray and give our goals and our desires over to God. And so after this occurrence, I had been praying over my desires, my three goals to see my family get closer to God, to see my friends get closer to God, as well as to be more self-sacrificing. And so those three things have been the main things, the main motivators behind a lot of the changes um, and revelations that God has been doing in my heart. And he's just been doing a huge renovation project in my heart. And I'm excited to see how this home and this room is going to turn out. Um, So on February 4 is April, not February. So on um, April 5th, 2020, I wrote down this, um, just this little um, passage of what salvation basically meant to me and so I just wanted to record it because I thought it was so powerful and um I just wanted to have it recorded so I'm just basically going to be reading that so it says it's amazing how God works he's already begun answering my prayers he's already working I think he always was working and I'm just now opening my eyes to see because I have been praying more Prayer is what opens our eyes to see the hand of God in our lives, and it's what relinquishes control to Him. See, our job is not to save people, to free them, to teach them, to change them, or to fix or heal them. God does all of that. But when we begin to pray, it really confirms that in us and helps us understand that God is fully in control. That's what He means by be still and let go. It's only four months into 2020, and God has already begun moving in my goals above. He's been reaching, He's been teaching me the importance of prayer and its benefits on us and on others, as well as the true importance of love. He's been speaking so much through His Word and through life circumstances. You know, the enemy has been trying to keep me from fully understanding this and accepting this, but God loves me, and the enemy has then then the enemy has been throwing everything he can at me disappointment condemnation guilt regret bondage being trapped by lust and wrongful desires the enemy wants me to be distracted discontent distorted discouraged divided and destroyed but god wouldn't allow it what amazes me is that the devil is trying so hard to keep us from the truth that's why i believe paul tells us to put on the helmet of salvation Now, out of anything he could have said to cover our heads with, he said salvation. And I never really thought about this until recently. But after that talk with my mom and after watching The Passion of the Christ, uh, and I never really thought about this. And I never really thought about why until recently after that talk with my mom and after watching The Passion of the Christ. Why is it called the helmet of salvation? Because we must protect our minds, surround our hearts with remembering the gift of salvation he gave us. Salvation is so important, so key to our life, but I feel like it's often overlooked because of it being diluted, forgotten, neglected, or rejected. But just the knowledge, just knowing that Christ 
what Christ endured for me, the physical and emotional pain he went through, the blood and the gore and the grace of it all, the sacrifice of his life for me, even when I neglect and reject and forget him, without his sacrifice, I wouldn't be here today. But he loved me so much, he was so passionate about pursuing my heart, that he gave up his life for me, that I might live in him. And that's powerful. That's immeasurably more than I could ever ask for or think. And to think that I need anything more. I have the nerve sometimes to pity myself or desire more or think I'm worthless when Christ literally gave up everything on my behalf. He loves me more than anyone could ever love me. And the enemy doesn't want us to know this because when we know this, we start living in freedom and actually trusting and being at peace with God. We actually start living as children of God, living as he's called us to be. See the freedom of salvation, see the freedom of salvation, what it brings, the peace, the love, the joy, the thankfulness and the devotedness that it brings is a response that God loves. He loves when we are at peace. He loves when we are in love with him. He loves when we are joyful, when we are thankful, and when we are devoted. But it's a response that the enemy hates and tries to destroy. But see, when you're a child of God, he doesn't give up. God keeps coming after you, pursuing you, conquering death, hell, and the grave just to have you with him because he loves you and all he wants from you is to believe with all your heart and love him. He just wants you to love him. That's it. Salvation, knowledge of it, and understanding the truth about it is something that has been deposited heavily in my spirit lately. And I'm loving all that he's revealing to me about it and about himself. He is so loving. To know that he loved me so much he gave his son for me. To know that Christ loved me so much, he endured so much pain for me. That's amazing. He's literally already given me everything I need because of his sacrifice. And then I went on to list things that I have because of salvation, because of Christ's sacrifice, things that I am, things that I have. And then afterward, I went through a list of things that the cross represents to me. So because of salvation and Christ's sacrifice, I am rescued. I have power over the enemy. There is no condemnation for me. My sins have been wholly forgiven, washed clean by the blood that he shed. My spirit is in alignment with God. The spirit of God is in me. I have life in Christ. I am free. I am more than a conqueror in Jesus Christ. I have been given grace. I have been adopted into sonship, heir to God and co-heirs with Jesus. I will inherit the kingdom of God. I will be with God eternally. Sin no longer controls me. I am a child of God. I get close connection with God. I get the confidence to approach his throne. I get the Holy Spirit. I am purified and cleansed. Christ is in me. I live. I can't see what that says. I live according to the Spirit. 
I am set free from the law of sin and death. And I am in the realm of the spirit, not the flesh. And Christ's sacrifice is just a gift that keeps on giving. Not only are these things that I am able to have, I am able to do now that I'm in Christ. But they are reflections of him so that his word can be spread and other people can join into this freedom and come into the light. And so it's just a gift that keeps on giving a hundredfold, a thousandfold, a millionfold. And it's amazing. And the cross to me represents a couple of things. First of all, the cross to me represents Christ's loving sacrifice for me. The cross represents Jesus Christ's pursuit of my heart and the desire to save me so that I can be with him. The cross to me represents God keeping his promises to never leave nor forsake us, to give us a hope, Christ, and a future eternity with him. The cross to me represents grace, the undeserved favor, love, and forgiveness of Jesus Christ. The cross to me represents how Christ wants me. The cross to me represents life. His life was given so that I may live through him. Only by his sacrifice am I alive today. The cross represents truth. That God is who he says he is and he will do well all that he says he will do. The cross represents passion. How Christ is truly passionate in his love for us. That he endured so much. He pressed on despite how hard it was. The cross to me represents submission. How Christ submitted to God so that he could save us. To me, the cross represents salvation by grace alone, through faith alone. It represents the weight and gruesomeness of sin and the price of sin. It represents the wrath of God and the punishment of sin. Yet it also represents how loving God is that he would give us another opportunity and another chance again and again to me the cross is everything the cross is more than something you just wear on your ear or on a necklace the cross should be something worn in your heart that you carry around every day remembering the love sacrifice truth forgiveness grace and passion of Jesus how he carried the weight so that we may have life and that right there is amazing